We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome to The Firing Line. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, by Evolution Sports in Redlands, and Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out on our Facebook page, Firing Line Radio Show, or we even are on Instagram. So if you want to look us up that way, I occasionally have figured out how to work my phone and post something on Instagram that sometimes is pretty fun. Uh, joining me today, I have Dr. Ron Martinelli. Now, Dr. Ron Martinelli is famous in the crime-solving circles. Um, he has helped a lot of, of different high-profile trials come in with forensic evidence on the shooting side. In addition to that, he also owns and, and trains at Street Safe Defense down there south of Temecula at the Rainbow Rainbow Gun Club. Um, Ron, Dr. Ron, thank you for joining us on the show. Hey, thanks very much for having me on, Phil. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you're here. Now, I don't know if you knew this or not, but one of the things we've done at Firing Line Radio Show is we've created the Gun of the Month Challenge. One of the bills we were facing this summer, I think in the month of June, was you're going to be limited to only purchasing one firearm per month, regardless if it was private party or long gun or pistol or brand new or anything like that. Well, fortunately, that, that didn't get passed, but we thought it was a good idea just to see how many people could actually make a purchase of a gun a month. Because that's, that's pretty heady, right? So we have the gun of the month challenge. So we have done this. Our participating sponsors are Bullseye Sports in Riverside, uh, where you go for your greater Inland Empire areas, and Evolution Sports out of Redlands, California. They have these. And this month, now you are a handgun specialist, so I know you know, know what I'm yeah. talking about here. Yeah. They have Glock 17s for 517. Oh, wow. Okay. So you walk you walk into Bullseye Sport or Revolution Sports in Redlands and say, "Hey guys, I'm looking for the Gun of the Month challenge. You get a Glock 17 for 517." Now, in my hand here, as Rush Limbaugh would say, is formerly nicotine stained fingers, but in my hands here, I actually have a flyer that was mailed to me just last night as I opened it up from a giant fish company off of the 15 freeway, and they are advertising Glock 19s for 599. Well. If you have the Gun of the Month challenge with Firing Line Radio Show, Glock 17 for 517, you're saving 82 bucks. Um, and that's, that's, you know, it pays to listen to Firing Line Radio Show. So there you go. Just walk in there, get your Glock 17. You don't have to go to the fish store because that's not a good deal anyway. So that's, and here's the other good thing is because we have good sponsors and good product sponsors that donate things to the show and we hand them out and, and so forth. One of the other guys who just came on uh, is Dave Street. Now, Dave Street is the Glock doc. He is a specialist for Glocks. He's been on the show a time or two. 
He has just donated a couple of trigger jobs or gun cleanings. Now that's that's a hard choice to me. Do I want a new trigger on one of my Glocks or do I want it scrubbed clean because I don't clean guns. Do you clean your guns, Dr. Ron? Of course I clean them. I clean them right after I shoot them. See, I, I have an aversion to that. I've just decided that when the gun gets dirty, just go get a new one. It's really... <laughs> But anyway, if you have a guy like Dave Street, he'll clean that sucker up. But he's the Glock Doc. We're going to be giving away some trigger packages or gun scrubbings, whichever ones you like to do there. We also have given away uh, four in the last four months here. We've given away four Blue Dot safes. So these are the gun boxes. There's one on display down there at, at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. We're going to give it away also, but I tend to give one away a month. I did give two away at the live broadcast at Bullseye Sport. These are fantastic little gun boxes. They're lit, self-illuminating. Excuse me. Self-illuminating um, digital gun box for your nighttime access keeps your your loaded gun safely away from the kids. But you know, a couple of pushes of the buttons, and you're you're there to defend everybody. Vortex Optics has always been one of our sponsors. They're fantastic scopes. Uh, I use them on all of my hunting rigs and my target rigs. Cutting edge bullets, of course, we're hunting with those this year. And CCW Safe. For those of you who listen to the end of the show here, you'll hear. Stan Campbell, a.k.a. Barry White, giving us his promo here. So I would I would try and do his voice, but you can't. But CCW Safe is a form of legal representation expense coverage, like insurance, but not insurance, that if you are involved in a self-defense event, does not have to be a firearm, could be on hands. You could have had to grab a brick and hit somebody who was attacking you. They step up and cover you for your expenses. And on a criminal defense, it's unlimited coverage. Now, Dr. Ron Martinelli, you know that that's a huge, huge benefit. Oh, that's absolutely huge. Hey, uh, Phil, can I throw down the gauntlet uh, and and make an offer from Street Safe Defense to your listeners? Yes, sir. We have uh, a, uh, for those people that are already Street Safe uh, Defense members that have already taken our, what we call our basic firearms level one and CCW course, which is the the Riverside County Sheriff's Department in California uh, CCW approved course. Uh, if you take our level two class on the 22nd, uh, which is normally a $200 class, I will give it to them for 150 bucks if they mention they heard this on firing line. And then we have the only armed response to active shooter class, and that's going to be on the 29th. But you have to be able to have taken the level one CCW class in order to qualify for both of those classes. One's on the 22nd, the active shooter class is on the 29th, and those will both be in, uh, I believe it's going to be in Paris at a range, at the Rens Ranch in Paris. And uh, they can get a hold of us at streetsafedefense.com and make arrangements. But they have to say they saw it on, they heard it on firing line. Very nice, very nice. Now that's that's actually a, an awesome course, uh, active shooter. And this is how sad it is. How sad is it that in America we have to take active shooter courses because our government has failed, failed in its primary duty to protect its citizens? What what is that speaking to? Well, that, that speaks to the, to the fact that the, that the federal government is not uh, not protecting us. And by the way, I'm a, you know having been in law enforcement, uh, you know, for the past uh, 40 years, either 
to being a, uh, an officer and detective or now a consultant to law enforcement agencies for 40 years, uh, I will tell you that uh, my money's on municipal agencies to do the best job of protecting us, not the federal government. Well, who has, you know, many people haven't heard this before, but who has the best anti-terrorism unit in America? Well, well, I think the best anti-terrorism unit in America is going to be the combination of when we uh, can use, uh, and they're military units, but, you know, it's, it's Delta Force and, and, oh, the, uh, yeah. and, and the Navy SEALs right. well, that, for anti-terrorism units. I mean, on, on municipalities, I've been told that the city of New York has the best anti-terrorism Oh, unit. and I would agree with you, because I've been to the city of New York several times. Uh, they have one of the best police departments in the whole United States. Their emergency services unit is really second to none. And that's because Tom Selleck runs the uh, New York Police Department. <laughs> He's the police commissioner. Everybody yeah. knows that. Come on. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. So, you know, we, we got some news. You just came back from Europe. I was there this spring also. We just got some news from ISIS. Okay, the the JV team, the B squad, right, the one that's killing everybody, right? Calling for random knife attacks in alleys, forests, beaches, and quiet neighborhoods. Doctor Ron, you want to talk about that a second? Yeah, sure, I can. Uh, it, it's getting uh, increasingly harder for them to be able to get weapons, uh, you know, moved around from country to country. Now, everybody needs to remember because that, because they he, can't get weapons anymore because Hillary Clinton is no longer Secretary of State. Well, guess what? Civilians are, are unarmed in, the, in, in these countries. And don't forget, once they went to the Euro European Union, uh, which is sort of a, like, United States of America model, there are no more borders between these countries. So people can move freely, including terrorists, right across borders. There are no more borders. And that means they can also move weaponry. But here's the problem that you see in France and Belgium and Germany and England. They've taken all the guns away from the people. So nobody can defend themselves. You have to wait for a police response. And just like in the United States, you never know where that police response is going to be. Now, let me add this one thing. Uh, I went uh, just, just a month ago. I went from Hungary all the way through Amsterdam, so I crossed several different countries. I went Hungary, Austria, Germany, Belgium, and up into Holland and into the Netherlands. And I'm telling you, the whole time I was there, and of course I always go and meet police officers, I only saw four police officers in all those countries the whole time I was in Europe. And that was a huge wake-up call for me. Now, I had a, we only have a few seconds left here, but I had a different experience. I was in Paris uh, this spring, and at uh, all the major areas, there were groups of three armed people with machine guns. Um, you know, they look like nine millimeter machine guns, but they were working in groups of three at all the train stations, at all the facilities. At, but this is after Charlie Hebdo. This is after the massacre last November. Right. So, you know, they've stepped it up. And in Italy, when I went for a jog in the morning, I, I got to, you know, find out who had machine guns that came out of the, the woodwork because I'm running down the street at five in the morning. Um, all the government buildings, again, they're, they're protecting them. But that's, they're protecting government and the infrastructure. They're not protecting the people. And it's your responsibility to protect yourself. Hey, this is Philip Naiman. I'm here with Dr. Ron Martinelli. Street Safe Defense. We'll be right back after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step 
and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. You know, boomstick radio is just so much fun. Uh, every week, I have a blast doing this, guys uh, and gals. It's just, it's fun. It's fun to bring you the news. It's fun to bring you good products and exciting things and training techniques and stuff. But every week, our conversation revolves around firearms, hunting, and gun rights. But we're sponsored by our great friend and faithful companion, Vince Torres and Lillian Torres, over at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. Now, you've heard me talk about the Firing Line Gun of the Month Challenge created in response to pending legislation in Sacramento. Well, Bullseye Sport is one of the establishments participating in that challenge. Each month for the next year, there'll be a special offer on a firearm each month. And if you are able to purchase a firearm each month, there's a special prize for you at the end. Your goal is to collect as many as possible. During the month of October, you can purchase a Glock 17 for 517. That's right, it's over $80 less than the fish store is selling them. So you can get a Glock 17 for 517. For more information about the challenge, go to Bullseye Sport. Bullseye Sport in Riverside, where the Inland Empire gets their guns and ammo. 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Or visit their website, bullseyesport.com. Bullseyesport.com. Thank you very much, Vince and Lillian, for your sponsorship on that. Also, coming up in November, November 19th, we're having Shooter Appreciation Day at Shoot Prado. That's the Prado Olympic Shooting Park down there by... Prado or South Chino, I guess you would call it. Grab your guns. Come on out November 19th. Enjoy a day dedicated to you. There'll be a special target and entry fee for those who join us, accompanied by a barbecue. Now, my understanding, because I've had Chad Carlson on, we talked about this. I think we're having tri-tip that day. So, hey, you get you get to shoot your rifles, you get to shoot your shotguns, you get to shoot your pistols, and tri-tip barbecue, what is wrong with that? 
You can't, it, it don't get no better. I think is the official term on that. It don't get no better. November 19th, join us at Prado Olympic Shooting Park. It's going to be a lot of fun and pretty stinking awesome. Joining me back on the show, I have Dr. Ron Martinelli. Dr. Ron is the owner of Street Safe Defense. He also is a professional witness in many different situations. He is a consultant to law enforcement. He's helped on quite a few different things. And and we went off on our break or actually in the last segment, we talked about one of the classes that you offer. That's armed response to active shooting. Do you want to talk a little bit about that, Dr. Ron? Yeah, sure. We uh, developed this class uh, early this year as a direct result of the uh, attacks that we've seen in London and in Paris and in Belgium. And this is an opportunity uh, for shooters to learn what it's like to be in an active shooter environment. And uh, we do several different scenarios, all from uh, case studies. So, uh, we do one in a meeting room, uh, one in a classroom, uh, meeting or classroom. We do one in a parking lot, and we do one in a restaurant. And what we do is we discuss the protocols for people who are armed and unarmed on how they should respond when they find themselves in a situation that's tense and uncertain with an active shooter or shooters. Uh, you have to have, uh, you know, your uh, CCW uh, license or have taken our basic uh, level one uh, firearms uh, safety course uh, to take this course. And what we do is we do force on force training. Okay, let me means, let me ask you one quick question because I heard yeah. it. I heard it differently in the last segment. If you have a CCW, you can come to this, even if you haven't had your level one course. No, you have to have a level one course and or your CCW. Level one with you. Right. Okay. And, and what this allows us to do, because we've trained them, we, we know what their weapon manipulation skills are going to be. We're not just taking people that haven't had our level of training. Even the Riverside uh, County Sheriff's Department uh, tells people that our training is the very best in the region, and that's why they send people to us. As a awesome. matter of fact, 50% of our students come by way of recommendation. So, uh, and, and that's wonderful. And in this class, not only do they reacquaint with their weapon manipulations and, and accuracy firing skills, but then we have a component which is called force-on-force training. We actually have, uh, you know, instructor terrorists and active shooters that come into the class, and we're using airsoft weaponry. So we use fully automatic AK-47 uh, airsoft weaponry. We give our students airsoft weaponry that matches their own weapon systems, and we let them uh, basically learn how to take on a person like this. Obviously, the protocol we teach is very consistent with law enforcement, which is run, hide, and fight run, hide, and fight. Uh, And uh, then we watch them. We have all the protective equipment. We watch them shoot. If they're shooting inaccurately, we we get them out of the scenarios. We return them out to the range with their real guns, and we remediate them and get them back on point because we're talking about high-stress shooting. So this is not anything that's passive. Uh, We teach them how to behave in a gunfight where they can accurately recall the training concepts. That's awesome. That's one of the things that's missing. And and I'm great that you're using Airsoft with that because then you can actually hold down. You know, you're taking fire and you're returning fire. You have that ability. Sometimes we do a simulation course. You know, you're looking at video screen. And I've, I've watched people to go through those quite a bit and you know as soon as a bad guy shows up they're shooting him it's like well the guy didn't threaten you you know they're just right 
<laughs> you well, know, you, you need to you need to know. You need to adrenalize them, Phil. Yeah. And you can't do that with a uh, you know firearms training simulator. That's a video. Uh, you got to get them out there. You have to actually have them manipulating things like tables and chairs and and seeking cover. And uh, and then at the distances we're firing, those airsoft guns are very accurate, as you know. Right. And uh, and nobody's going to get hurt because they have the correct protective equipment. They're firing Glocks, they're firing SIGs, they're firing uh, Berettas, you know, the, the most of the major brands of weapons, and they're seeing what it's like uh, to take on someone that's using a semi-automatic or a fully automatic weapon. A big, huge deal in the training in the training curve. You know, one of my one of my partners that I used to shoot with, um, his story was always, your pistol is your best means you have to fight your way to a rifle. That's exactly right. Because the rifle wins the day. <laughs> exactly right. Well, no, these people aren't carrying around rifles, and uh, you know, in meeting rooms, and they're you know they're not carrying them around in parking lots or. Uh, no, but the bad know, guys are. The bad guys we, have a have a backpack. Oh, they open it up, and away they go. So yeah. let's talk about this. The active shooter. We saw. I saw something terrible, and I know we've all seen it. Uh, we saw police officers hunted in Dallas. Um, and when I, the scenario that I'm remembering seeing was this piece of crap was on the, underneath a bank by these pillars and he was shooting randomly. He, it looked like from the vantage point of this video, he was trying to draw people to him. He wasn't chasing people down. He was kind of standing around there and that's when the police officers came towards him when he killed them. But this was a guy who had a plan specifically to do that. And, and I say this because one of the police officers, the one who, that I believe was the one who was killed, he ran up and he took cover behind a pillar, but he right, ran I up, know this case. he ran up right against it. And the other guy was one or two pillars away. Now that would stop the bullet, but, or end up being more concealment for him. But what this guy did and the part that scared me the most was he, fired just at the wall next to the police officer, not even on the pillar, but you could see the sparks coming off the wall as he advanced and flanked him. And that officer being sucked up against that, that cover didn't have a chance to see the guy coming as opposed to if he, if he was back five or six feet, he still would have had it for cover, but he would have had an opportunity to react. He had his back to him and this guy shot him in the back and, and then some, yeah. um, yeah, Phil, and you know, uh, here's here's what we're seeing in law enforcement, because uh, I'm fully engaged in that, right. and we are seeing the use of military tactics uh, increasingly, and that is changing, and the public needs to know this, that is changing the, the paradigm of how we respond and engage, and that everybody needs to understand, and this is what we teach in Street Safe so much, and people love it. Uh, my background's in human factors and psychophysiology, so I talk about things like diminished sight, diminished hearing, uh, and becoming a 360-degree warrior, not getting so sucked up in tunnel vision, and that's what happened to that officer. Uh, he was using cover, uh, and he now he's hunkered down behind cover, and the individual that's the assailant the terrorist is using military techniques to flank him and to shoot him in the back. And that's a, a huge change for us. And, and so we teach the public how not to get sucked up into that same thing. We create those same situations for them and teach them how to fight out of that. That is life-saving. Now, you mentioned something. The terrorist who shot this police officer. 
Um, this was a Black Lives Matter guy. Absolutely. Yeah. And that is a the definition of terrorism is just watching that behavior and seeing what the intent of the individual is. This is not a protester. No. This is not merely an active shooter. This is a domestic terrorist. There is no different, no difference between him and, a, and an enemy on the battlefield. Absolutely and, right. We're going to pick this up as soon as we come back from here. We're going to hit this nail right on the head. Dr. Ron Martinelli, Street Safe Defense, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn. Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, by Evolution Sports in Redlands, and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! Hello, folks. Welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. Check us out on our Facebook page, Firing Line Radio Show. Also, check out Street Safe Defense, home of Dr. Ron Martinelli. Dr. Ron, your website again? Uh, it's called StreetSafeDefense.com. StreetSafeDefense.com. Don't say Safe Street. It's StreetSafeDefense.com. StreetSafeDefense.com. And if they go there, they can see all of the classes. Uh, they can see photos, they can see videos, uh, there's testimonials on there, they can sign up for classes, uh, pay by credit card, and uh, we, we have full classes all the time. Uh, we've got our, our next uh, level one CCW class, which is the California class. Uh, is on the 15th, and let me tell you that uh, we offer so much more than the other providers do. We actually, uh, for one price, which is $200 for the basic level one CCW course, we also throw in the Arizona and 34 state uh, reciprocity classes. So for the price of one class, uh, you get two, and the other providers they charge, they charge a separate fee for that. We give them everything they need, and it's a one-day class, and it's absolutely excellent. Is there any different training between what you need for a CCW in California versus Utah, Nevada? I mean, it's all the same, right? It's just different states' requirements well, or laws? You know, there, there, are, there are different. Now, we have another program that we just started in Texas because I go back and forth between California and Texas, and that program's uh, Street Safe Defense texas.com the texas program is is different uh well it, texas it, is different <laughs> yeah well texas is different everybody carries in texas and by the way texas as of january of this year the legislature enacted a uh, a, a law that allows people to carry concealed on school campuses 
So, uh, you know, you have uh, high school or college, uh, rather not high school students, but college students can actually carry on campus, and people visiting uh, schools can carry where we don't have any of that in California. It's right. a completely different world in Texas. Well, let's go back to, uh, and this is good, we're going to talk more about your, your training program because I think it's extremely important that not only do you learn how to shoot a bullseye, which is what I teach. I teach beginners, here's the gun out of the box, here's, you know, get, get them up to the level where we can shoot accurately, consistently. Then you need to go to somebody like you, which is an active movement and so forth. So I'll give you the basic competencies, then you add on training elsewhere. But um, you have to have that ability to react in a situation. Now, at the, when we got off this last segment here, I don't want to let this go because you said something very important and I really wish our Department of Injustice would stand up and, and understand and call a spade a spade in that Black Lives Matter is a domestic terrorist organization. How many cities do you have to have riots in before you're considered a terrorist organization. How many police officers do you have to hunt down and kill for your members before you're considered a terrorist organization? If there were riots where the NRA was burning down Walmarts and shooting police officers, it would be a nanosecond before they were declared an, uh, a uh, terrorist organization, their assets seized and their people arrested. Am I, am I wrong on this? Well, no, you're not. And, and just so that people know, and, and they can find all about the, the Black Lives Matter movement uh, in my book, The Truth Behind the Black Lives Matter Movement and the War on Police. It's available on Amazon.com. We can't. It is a war. It is a war on Amazon.com. It is a war on police. It absolutely is. And and to answer your question specifically, when people do terrorist type things, when they take on police, when they say the reason that they're killing police, like they the two police officers that were in the squad car, that uh, anti-terrorism squad car that was in New York, they killed uh, both of those guys. Uh, one was uh, Chinese, one was Hispanic. They point blank range. The guy walked right up to him, shot him both in the head, and admitted that it was because of Black Lives Matter. Uh, when you have the Louisiana officers that were killed, those three police officers that were murdered using military tactics and, a, and an urban rifle, and when you have the Dallas police officers, five that were murdered uh, in terrorist actions, those are, those are terrorist acts. They're just not active shooters. But that doesn't fit the narrative of the United States government and its Department of Justice. They're so so politically correct that they've actually lost all credibility in the law enforcement community. You know, it's not a Department of Justice. Under Loretta Lynch, I honestly did not believe we could have a worse attorney general than Eric Holder, who is the one of the most corrupt human beings who distorted the rule of law, gave 2,300 high-powered weapons to the cartels uh, through by trying to frame gun stores. But then comes Loretta Lynch, and she's either a total incompetent boob, or she is a criminal. You know, there's there's no way you can be complicit in these acts and to defend or fail to enforce the law without being part of the the corruption. She is well, she's horrid. Well, you know, she is cut from the same piece of cloth that Eric Holder, her predecessor, did. But Loretta Lynch is is has a little bit more panache. Uh, she's a little slicker in, in how she does things, but 
she she does not enforce the rule of law. And unfortunately, our FBI director, uh, James Comey, who is a very educated man, and I had high hopes for, as a lot of people in law enforcement did, uh, they don't enforce the rule of law. And this is political corruption. I'm not going to call it criminal. Uh, that is a trier of fact issue. Well, here's uh, where it's criminal because when you give 2,300 weapons out and they show up at crime scenes with dead federal agents and dead Mexican citizens, oh. dead American citizens, it's criminal. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's important that the, that the people make that decision. But I will tell you from, from everything that I've seen as a, as a forensic investigator, a person that that is every day involved in the investigation of shooting incidents, most of which are involved uh, with police officers, uh, and I see this level of corruption, I just shake my head. And believe me, I know a lot of FBI agents. Every agent that I've talked to, every Secret Service agent that I know that I've spoken with, are just so disappointed and disgusted with what's going on with the current administration. How could you not be? I mean, if you if you just have eyes, it's just and, and the thing I don't get is people who are still voting Democrat. Seriously, you look at the level of corruption. How, how could you be part of that? How could you sign off as well? It's OK, because there are guys who are liars, thieves and crooks. Really? Are, are you at that level that no your team right or wrong just because it's your team? Crying out loud, you have to have standards. There has to be absolutes. And and what we're seeing, this behavior is absolutely offensive. It gets people killed, uh, allows other people not to defend themselves, and it's all for a political agenda. And uh, they should, frankly, be impeached. Uh, I think I think an orange jumpsuit in Guantanamo is a good place for most of them. But, you know, I'm not in charge. You I know, should I be, just, but I'm not. You know, I would just ask people that are out there and considering, you know, voting in November. First of all, for God's sakes, please vote. Uh, but but move just for a moment beyond, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump, you know, whether you like them, whether you don't like them, and look more globally, please. Look into the future. It's going to be a lot about the United States Supreme Court. It's and absolutely this election. You're, you're yeah. to- totally right. This election is for the Supreme Court. That's it. It absolutely is. And and uh, can I say one thing, Phil? Yeah. Uh, and, and that is, listen, the paradigm in this country has changed demonstrably. We are now involved in a fight for the soul of the core values of this nation. And what is going to happen with this election with regards to the United States Supreme Court is going to paint the picture of what the United States is going to look like for the next 40 years. No, forever. Forever. It'll never come back. If if it goes, it will will never come back. National security, civil rights, uh, policing, the criminal justice system, all the things that impact people every single day in some manner is about this Supreme Court. And you all have to get your heads around this. I don't care. You don't like somebody, whatever. For God's sakes, take a look at who is going to be most capable of picking the Supreme Court exactly. justices. And also take a look down the ticket, because here's what matters. In, in our area, we have Paul Chabot running for Congress. I highly support him. I think he should be on there. He's running against Pistolist Pete Aguilar, who was one of Mayor Bloomberg's mayors against guns. He did a gun buyback in Redlands, where I 
with with an FFL, we bought sixteen guns. Um, but he 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 even did a he did a commercial with Hangar Twenty Four beer. I saw the owner of Hangar Twenty Four on this internet commercial, and Pete Aguilar there. And uh, you know, think about that, guys. You're buying beer from Hangar Twenty Four. Really, you're supporting Pete Aguilar. Uh, do you really want to be involved in that? I'm saying, you know what? You want a micro brew? Find another one. You know, you you can't let this stuff stand. You got Pete Aguilar who is Nancy Pelosi's poster boy. And in Riverside, we have Mark Takano. Same thing. They're, they're cut from the same liberal cloth. They're, they're against every single thing you know and hold dear. And, and you know that it happens to be true. You have to vote against them. Vote for Doug Shepard in Riverside. Vote for Paul Chabot in the other areas. Um, this is a fight down ticket. So even if you don't care for Trump, vote for the Supreme Court and vote down ticket. Do everything you can to support these guys. Hey, Firing Line Radio Show will be right back with Dr. Ron Martinelli. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Hey folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. Philip Naiman here with Dr. Ron Martinelli of Street Safe Defense. StreetSafeDefense.com, great training programs. But more than that, and the reason that I love to have him on the show uh, when he's not on CNN or Fox or one of the other big shows, bigger shows, um, is, is that he has a lot of background in different areas that people aren't aware of. We touched on the last segment here about Black Lives Matter, but Dr. Ron, you have literally written the book. Before before Black Lives Matter was big, you'd already been on top of these guys because you knew some of the key players. So I want to leave this whole last segment for you to tell us the story from A to Z, okay? Well, sure. Uh, Black Lives Matter was founded on, uh, on the false narratives of two uh, cases that we all know about. The Trayvon Martin, George Zimmerman, uh, self-defense uh, shooting homicide case in Sanford, Florida, and then the Michael Brown and Officer uh, Darren Wilson officer-involved shooting fatality that happened in, in Ferguson, Missouri. The gentle giant, I, yes. Exactly. And as a matter of fact, I even have another case in Ferguson. And I did the forensic analysis uh, for a major network, I won't mention their name, on the uh, Trayvon Martin case. By the way, I write the first two chapters of my book, uh, deal specifically with all the investigations and forensic evidence of both of those cases. And uh, people have told me that 
they've just never heard this information before. And by the way, everything in the book is vetted. I give everybody all the resources and references I use in the book. I say, don't take my word for it. Here's all the stuff. Be your little forensic investigator. Now, people don't know that the movement was actually started by three black females, Alicia Garza, Patrice Coulours, and uh, Opal Tamati. Two, uh, one was from the San Francisco Bay Area, one's from the Los Angeles area, and one is from New York City. They got together using social media and put together this group that they referred to as Black Lives Matter. Uh, the group is even in St. Louis, Missouri, has even applied for a 501c3 uh, to make it a tax-exempt organization. This group is internationally and nationally funded. George Soros, who's a very famous uh, convicted uh, currency manipulator, uh, convicted in both France and Hungary with multi-million dollar fines in both countries, is a primary funding source for Black Lives Matter. George Soros uses his Open Society Institute and a lot of subgroups that he that he uh, is involved with and and has founded uh, called the Tides Foundation up in Sausalito, California. There's a more acorn more that used to be Acorn. Remember how fraudulent that organization was? Well, when it became bankrupt, it, it, it changed uh, its uh, its name to M O R E, and uh, and he has funded more far left wings, radical and revolutionary organizations and movements in the world than anybody else that I can think of. We have traced Black Lives Matter founding members to Cuba, to Northern Ireland, and over in the Middle East with Hamas. What do those countries and those movements have anything to do with Black Lives Matter in the United States, you might ask? Well, because Black Lives Matter is a tentacle of an international organization of revolution referred to as One World, One Struggle. And you can look all of this up. It's very transparent information. Their objectives in the United States are to basically usurp the, the rule of law and the democratic form of government by consent that we have in the United States. And they understand that law enforcement are the protectors of the rule of law, and they protect society. And so if they and by the way, they are a Marxist organization, their ideology, their they're, rhetoric, their founders, their founders are Marxist. totally Marxist. The Marxist, right. they're founders. Yes. And, and so what do they want to do? They need to get rid of the people that protect the rule of law so they can usurp government. So they want to their designs. I call it the four D's to disenfranchise the law enforcement community from the public to diminish their stature, to defund their proactive programs uh, that reduce crime that we know about, such as stop and frisk and uh, broken windows, and then to dissolve law enforcement. That's what they're all about. Well, that makes me feel warm and fuzzy. Well, they do it through the use of false narratives. Everything that we talk about in the media that re that is relating to you know what they call controversial police encounters that are deadly encounters, especially these ones that we have just seen this last year, are predominantly false narratives. Now, here I'm going to tell you, I'm no Kool-Aid drinker with law enforcement. My first case was Rodney King. I was against the Los Angeles police officers involved in that. At that time, I worked as a consultant for the U.S. Department of Justice. I have done a lot of civil right work, uh, actually more than some of the 
the people that criticize me. Uh, I am not a Kool-Aid drinker. I am a forensic facts person. But when you look at the Darren Wilson, Michael Brown shooting and this hands up, don't shoot rhetoric, that never happened. It was a lie. When you take a look at Anton Sterling, the, the recent case uh, in, uh, in in Milwaukee, uh, I'm sorry, in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He had a gun. He was going for a gun when the police officer shot him. When you uh, look at the uh, the recent case in uh, of Kevin Scott in North Carolina, in Charlotte, he had a gun. Uh, they told him many times to drop it. Uh, the, the false narrative was they shot an unarmed man. Uh, that was proven to be false. Then they moved on. Then they said the police killed that protester. That was another false narrative. It was proven that another black male killed that man, and he's already in custody. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. These are all false narratives. Do police make mistakes? They absolutely do, and they need to be punished for it. So I think they should change the name to Black Lives Matter. Well, it is. I I have a chapter in my book called Black Lives Matter. Uh, and, And so... I mean, we don't need this organization, and what the public, your voting public needs to know, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama have brought um, important leaders of the Black Lives Matter movement into their inner circle as advisors. And multiple trips to the White House. Oh, multiple trips. And they, Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders before her, actually are uh, have taken up the rhetoric of the, what we call Campaign Zero in the Black Lives Matter Marxist movement uh, to destroy police, and they are using this rhetoric. I've heard it from both of them. I've heard it in, in Hillary Clinton's campaign speeches. My God, is this what we've come to? Yeah. I don't think you're allowed to say that. You said the G word. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, this is new America. You're not allowed to, you know, invoke the higher power that created us. So, uh, and, you know, Phil, Thank you so much for this opportunity to, to be on your show where we can, you know, candidly uh, and assertively discuss these issues. You do not hear the mainstream media talking about any of this stuff, okay? And this is important that the American public and the voters understand that we are truly in a fight for the soul of America, and they had better start thinking about the future of their children. As we said, it's about the Supreme Court. Yeah. We're, we're, you know what? I got to tell you, people are such stinking cowards. It makes me want to vomit. I was in a meeting the other day, and uh, one of the guys across the table from me says, Well, Phil, it's just the way it is. You know, he's got to get used to that. And it just, I wanted to bite my pencil in half because the reason we are where we are is because of that stinking attitude. Well, just go along to get along. Well, here we are 25 miles down that same dirt road, and you can't turn around now. Why? Because we've been in go-along-to-get-along mode forever. The Republican Party has abandoned conservative principles because they're chasing money from Charlie Munger here in California, um, Philip Munger. So, you know, it's they've abandoned conservative people and let people like Pete Aguilar have a congressional seat. It just drives me up the wall. There's never a hill to die on. There's never a red line that they say we're standing here. You know, there's a great line from a a Beowulf movie where the, the bad guys cavalry are are charging in and he throws a a sharpened pole to Antonio Banderas and he goes, what do I do with it? He says, put your foot on it and stand. And that's what we're missing for the conservatives. And I know there's a lot of us out here that feel this way, but 
you know what? Enough is enough. Put your foot down and stand at this point. Are we going to allow our police departments to be ramshackled? Are we going to listen to this false narrative oh, time and time again? Well, how many... How many cases that Black Lives Matter have brought up have actually been police brutality? I think we've seen one in South Carolina. A guy was shot in the back and, and another one. So there's two cases. And what happened? Those officers are in jail. Right. Exactly. And we've got that new one up in, uh, up in Tulsa. That's going to be a very difficult case for that female officer. Uh, and, you know, like I said, look, when officers do something wrong, all of us, that have been in this job, that have worn this badge and taken these life risks, we want those people punished, okay? Yeah. Uh, you won't have police officers saying they don't want people punished. The next thing is training. Do we need training? We absolutely need training. Training I should be, training should be constant. Up. I'm sorry, we're, we're out of time. Training should be constant. They need to go to streetsafedefense.com, get all the training that they need. I'm sorry we're out of time here, Chief. But Dr. Ron Martinelli, thank you for being such a great guest. Thank you for the work you do, and we'll have you on again. Thank you, and a shout-out to your listeners. Thank you so much, Bill, for the opportunity. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Mop and Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino by Evolution Sports in Redlands and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics.